535, hit us out to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. This is a great intro. It really is. Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's Mila. And it's your boy, AAA. Man, I really wish like I would have made that song. That would have been great. Right? Yeah. I, I do love the song. Like I hope they never find out we're using it. <laughs> <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> well, anyways, what do we have on the show for today? All right, so baseball started back up July 3rd. We've got Royals, Rangers updates. Ooh. Yes, MLS starts games next week. Beep. No more boycott at K-State. Oh. NFL from four preseason games to two preseason games to poten- potentially zero games. Damn. Damn. And and we still got to talk about what is going on with potentially spring football. Oh. 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 What? 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 <laughs> yeah, so potentially like a backup plan being spring football. And then finally, we'll talk a little bit of Chris Jones and Dak Prescott just because July 15th window is approaching. But, you know, we hope everybody had a very good Independence Day. Hopefully, you didn't blow off any fingers like John Pierre or whatever his name yeah, was. That's the right name. It is the day when the world declared huh? in one voice, mm-hmm. we will not go quietly. We're just going to let COVID take over. (laughs) We're going to live on. We're going to survive. And we're going to play baseball. God damn it, we're playing baseball. So let's talk a little bit of Rangers and a little bit of Royals. I think I'll hit the Royals first. Okay, Uh, So yeah, the Royals reported uh, right before uh, July 4th, reported July 3rd, and their basic strategy is, look, let's get two days in with the pitchers, get them going. Hashtag Greg Holland's back, thank God. Uh, Oh, what about Salvi? Salvi is he's healthy, but uh, he tested positive though. Yeah, he's healthy from the injury last year, but yeah, he tested positive. So he's not healthy, is what you're saying. Yeah, why? Why did you have to? Well, you're talking about the Owls. I gotta I'm, bring it up. I That's know. super sad. Hope you get better soon. I love him. Don't you dare take him 2020. Don't you dare take our boy Salvi. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he's got it, but he's doing well so far, is, is what, what they're saying. Uh, but yeah, so Royals are doing two days with pitchers. After that, Sunday and Monday, uh, they're not going to have like any like live sessions or anything. And then Tuesday, they'll do like mm-hmm. inter-squad games so they can get the juices going, nice. start actually getting some like real game time feels and stuff. And uh, I mentioned that uh, an old face has returned to Kansas City in Greg Holland. And oh. if you remember, he was part of that great, like, shutdown bullpen with mm-hmm. Wade Davis. So if the Royals want to, like, any chance at all to sneak into the playoffs, because, like, they're viewed kind of like, well, they're viewed a little bit better than the Tigers, but they're viewed as still real building. So if you want to get in, your bullpen's going to have to be able to close games mm-hmm. because there's not going to be that whole, like, oh, run a losing streak. Like, the losing streak gets you out of the playoffs. True. So. Really interested to see what they do there. And the Royals have, like, this really nice mix of, like, veteran pitchers and veteran, like, Mm -hmm. hitters. You know, like, you know, you still got Whit Merrifield. You got Alex Gordon. You got, hopefully, Salvi if he comes back from COVID, which I really hope he does. But then, again, Salvi might have to make the decision on if he wants to play, too. So Yeah, that's true. That'll be interesting. But, I mean, he was out last year, so I would would think he wants to play. Yeah, jump in there. Yeah. Well, oh, is it time for the Rangers update? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's better than this? So this song, you know, we've all been ready to get back to baseball, but baseball in Dallas isn't going to quite look as cheery as that. 
Um, Is it because of the way Globe Life looks or because of what's going on in Globe Life? I wish that was Or is it Globe Life Field now? Sorry. uh, I wish that it was just the ballpark that looked bad. But um, basically everybody in the front office is sick. So, um, yeah, we're we're just having to deal with that. But it's just definitely a, a different atmosphere altogether you know you're not gonna see the the fans the cracker jacks all of that um when was the last time you ordered cracker jacks at a baseball game um actually i ordered them at a mavs game very recently the probably the last five we went to and i remember ordering and going damn these are really good i like these so take it back i take it take back, it back. What was the toy i also inside? gave you the sticker rude anyways so yeah so you know it I, I don't think the Rangers are going to really be a team to watch here. You know, so many people getting sick and then, you know, we've got just people deciding not to play, which I understand. I mean, I stand behind that, like, you know, look out for yourself. But, yeah, it's just it's not going to be great. So really not much of an update there. I mean, besides the fact that, hey, practice has been going on, but we'll see how long that goes, I guess. Yeah, basically the the big story is the Rangers are practicing, even though there's yeah. basically like a mini COVID outbreak in yeah, their own ballpark. Yeah, so not, not really great there. But let's take it to a sport that's not having a mini outbreak. How about MLS? Well, there is one team with a mini outbreak. Oh, shit. Don't say it's FC Dallas. It is FC Dallas. Is it really? <laughs> Nine players have tested positive for COVID. Oh my god, I really didn't know that. Oh god. Yeah, so let's talk a little MLS. Uh, Dallas till I die. Maybe quite literally. I don't know. That's a dark joke. (laughs) It is. I didn't actually mean that. Yeah, so let's let's talk MLS and that's that's the worrisome part is that like you have FC Dallas that has nine players who have tested positive and the games start next week. They literally start on Wednesday. Well. So the plan is right now is to go on as scheduled. Uh, you have about 20 teams in Orlando as of like this podcast, you know, recording mm-hmm. right here. Um, and they're still going there. FC Dallas has some positive tests. And the only other team that has a positive test right now is Columbus. And I have a question for you. Wow, we are trailblazing in this in Dallas. Do you know what team Dallas was practicing with? Columbus? Yep. Uh, how am I not surprised here? <laughs> wow. Apparently, all the cases of COVID for Dallas and Columbus yikes. are pre-bubble. So oh, yikes. the timelines are they got COVID before they entered the bubble. But they're in the bubble, <sighs> and both teams were practicing with each other in the bubble. Yikes. So that's kind of worrisome. <laughs> MLS did say... That <laughs> MLS did say that they might reschedule the Dallas games, push them back later in the calendar. Oh, that would be nice to accommodate us, but hopefully, you know, we have people to actually play and be healthy. Supposedly, what I've been reading, and I like don't read a lot on this stuff because I think it's a little depressing, but if you get it and you, you know, you get over it, there's some long lasting health effects here. So, e, I don't know, running up and down a, a soccer field, e. Yeah, and uh, they could reschedule, but it doesn't look good when the coach came out, Coach Gonzalez for the for FC Dallas came out and said, I mean, technically we have enough players to play. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't really know what Dallas's plan is. Uh, hopefully their plan isn't, you know, mm. to play. In, in fact, hopefully they do reschedule. Wear a mask and hope for the best. Yeah. That, <laughs> That's basically what Texas is doing right now anyway. Yeah, so. but, but the big thing, you know, outside of, like, their players being – 
you know, positive for COVID is it's kind of like scaring teams in the bubble right now. You have teams delaying coming into the Orlando bubble because Dallas was actually one of the first three teams inside the Orlando bubble. And so with those nine positive cases and everybody else coming into the bubble to play this coming week, it's a little scary for teams that are like, you know, have a good health record. You know, your bubble is supposed to be the safest place and you've got one team that has about half their team testing positive. So it is interesting. Like Dallas is like basically quarantined inside the bubble, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a quarantine within a quarantine. It's like quarantineception. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. MLS, this this is going on full head of steam. Uh, basically, they're not delaying anything. Okay. So they are going to start Wednesday as per their schedule. Do they have those neato little rings that the NBA has? They don't have the NBA rings. So uh, Serge Ibaka posted a video of his, and it, it seems really cool. It looks like it might have some like infrared like readers or something on there. I still don't understand the science behind how it works, but very cool. It looked like a pretty big ring. Yeah, that's not the only thing big on Serge. <laughs> true, true. Just Google Serge Ibaka. You'll see what we're all talking Pringle about. Pringle cans. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) I think MLS still starts Wednesday, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle the whole positive player stuff with COVID. If maybe they hold out those Dallas players or if they're going to let them play or if enough time has passed from when they tested positive. Mm -hmm. So, But you got to get a positive test before you can. Oh, yeah, you got to test negative before you can. Or sorry, negative. Yes, not positive. My bad. So they did have a couple people that tested positive initially that tested negative now, I think, on Columbus. So maybe it's one of those false positive type deals. But we'll see. I'm sure Mm -hmm. they'll test everybody again. But I'm I'm ready for at least some sport to start up. And this is let's move into hockey. Let's move into hockey. Where do you want to start with hockey right now? Let's talk about where it's all going to go down. Yeah, Vegas, right? No, Edmonton and Toronto. Yeah, super. Uh, definitely caught by surprise there. I thought maybe there would be a U.S. city, but I guess not. Yeah. So apparently, and this is just from like reading multiple articles on the Athletic and ESPN, and just you know following the Twitter sphere of what is mm-hmm. NHL. But apparently, Vegas was a leader, but uh, NHL was slow playing it, and they were slow playing it because they wanted to see like how COVID was going to progress, mm-hmm. right? So actually, Vancouver was a leader too. It was going to be potentially Vancouver and Vegas, but you're spiking in Vegas. So that kind of ended Vegas's hopes. Yeah. And then Vancouver withdrew because of their issues with COVID. Okay. And that left Edmonton and uh, Toronto. <laughs> Wasn't Dallas in there too? Yeah. <laughs> Let's they... all laugh for a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they, they withdrew. Also, uh, Toronto and Edmonton gave the NHL approval uh, to not do a two-week hold quarantine. So they can actually travel into the city to do their playoff games without having to quarantine for two so weeks. So are they going to go back and forth? No, or no, no. do they have to stay once they're there? Yeah, you got, you're you there. Be- oh, okay. Because they're, the NHL, unlike the uh, NBA, they're not doing any regular season games. It's straight in the playoffs. Okay. So Heard. they'll go there. and Win or go, go home, literally. Yeah, basically. And uh, they have actually their, um, their training camp starting up in July. I think July 10th is when the training camp start up 
for the yes, that uh, NHL. is true. Yeah, and so, then the games I think would begin on the twenty second. They potentially as early as yeah, they, they still have to vote on it. But. Yeah, they have to finalize the agreement for the return, and they're trying to partner that up with an extended uh, extension to their current CBA. But okay. it is interesting because the the NHL and Canada both announced that the press covering the game they do have to do the the quarantine. Mm, so that's fair. Yeah. So if you are, you know like one of those reporters or one of those beat writers, you're going to have to get there before the NHL yeah, gets there. Yeah, you're going to have to get there like now. Yeah. Like Monday, tomorrow. <laughs> so that's what's going on the NHL front. We do want to hit a couple of things on the whole CBA for NHL and, and what they're kind of talking about and how Kobe kind of like impacts it. Um, they're going to stay at their same salary cap. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, the escrow stuff, there's going to be a – that's going to be capped at 20%, um, 14, 18%, uh, depending on revenues, 10% in 2022, 6% in the final three seasons. What's interesting though, is that like players are going to see like 10% of, uh, next season salaries deferred. So they'll still get paid, but they're going to extend it out a bit just to hurt with like what's going on with like the loss of revenue. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, You've, you've also got entry-level salaries are going to be set at $950,000, which, y'all you sign your boy up. I can't skate, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I would also like to point out that, um, you know, there's going to be some sort of agreement within this agreement that allows players to opt out of playing in the hub cities without any sort of penalty, which I think is very generous and nice. Yep, and I think you should probably hit this one right here, which is probably, like, one of the biggest sticking points from the last CBA. And, and, oh, this uh, is interesting. yeah. Okay, I'm going to read this word for word because I don't want to miss anything on here. But it looks like the NHL is going to take part in the Olympics 2022 in Beijing and 2026 in Milan, um, pending an agreement with the International Olympic Committee. The cost of insurance, travel costs, and marketing were major issues in the NHL opting out of the Olympic tournament in South Korea in 2018. I did not know that last tidbit. Yeah, very cool. And and so like the big thing about this is that like the NHL, much like soccer, it's heavily foreign dependent. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of players from Russia, a lot of players from Western Europe, a lot of players from Canada, in addition to the US players. And so like those teams, especially non US based players, like the Olympics, hockey Olympics Mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, Yeah, I'm gonna go play, so do whatever you want. I'm out. And so that was like a, a really big uh, sticking point uh, of last year, so or the last CBA. So it's good to see that they are making headway, and they expect this to be done. Their CBA expires in September, but this isn't like the NFL uh, when the NFL is negotiating, and there was like, oh my god, it's going to happen, and then it happened. And this isn't like baseballs where they're talking about potentially not having a CBA mm-hmm. done and, and potentially not having baseball next year. This one actually looks like it's it's on board, so. That'll look good. Yeah. Um, let's talk next about your favorite subject, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, yes. Because yes. that's the next thing that's coming up in yes, July, right? Like what, next week? Yeah. July 15th, so a little bit more than a week. Yeah. I think that there's going to be an agreement. You think a deal's going to get done? I think there's going to be a deal that's done. I mean, it's really a 50-50. I could say whatever at this point and mm-hmm. be half right. The but. next show's July 12th. The deadline's 15th. Will a deal be done by our next show? No, they're going to no. wait till the 11th hour. The 11th hour, Yes, okay. the dramatics of it, you know. Uh-huh. Jerry likes the drama of it. He likes the drama? <laughs> yeah, he likes the chase, I can tell. 
Now, uh, is it going to be forty million I per year? Think it'll be. mil per year. Okay. I don't have any justification towards that, but it just sounds like a good number. Maybe 39.8. 39.8. Okay. Yeah. That point two, you know. If Dak Prescott doesn't sign to a deal, though, is he gone next year? Mm, I think it's all going to depend on, um, what's his face? Dalton? Uh, Andy Dalton. I was about to say redhead, but (laughs) I was like, I see his face, but yeah, I think it's going to depend on Andy Dalton. Okay. I say, uh, I say I don't care about Dak. Uh, we're worried about Chris Jones, guys. Uh, Rude. Uh, he, he's basically saying that he's not going to play. Uh, he said, yo, Le'Veon Bell's inspired me. I'm not playing. Uh, there you go. A little nervous, a little nervous, because oh. he basically won us the Super Bowl, oh. two bat-down passes. Damn. Oh, oh. I'm nervous, guys. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't have any sense in my voice. I, I would just like to point everybody listening to this show that I said Cowboys 2021, book it, and this is the beginning of that. <laughs> No, so uh, you can find me in a tailgate setup in Tampa. So Chris Jones February, saying he could hold out wearing a star if he doesn't get a deal. He's under the same type of thing that Dak Prescott is. He needs to sign a deal by July fifteenth, or they can't negotiate a new one. Here's the thing with his deal, though, and why it's a little bit different than Le'Veon Bell. COVID nineteen. So you are potentially risking salary and potentially mm-hmm. risking. Losing money next year because we don't know how maybe the NFL. Maybe he made good investments and he's not too worried. Maybe about he it. did. Maybe he did. Maybe. And and I'm one of the guys who are hoping the Chiefs resign him to a long term deal and get that done. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if they don't, I think he still signs and he plays. Interesting. For the okay. 16 million, because like if you are him and if you're his agent, you've got to say these words. But come July 15th, if you don't have a deal and you're looking at the NFL potentially starting and stopping, starting and stopping and potentially all sports not being able to really play in front of fans, you don't want to give up that guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So I also feel like that's why he's pushing so hard on a long term deal is so like, let's say there is no football next year. He has that money locked up. And I think that's very important for Chris Jones to push as hard as possible in order to get that done, especially for a guy in his position where, you know, he's maybe outside of Aaron Donald, the best you know defensive lineman in, in football right now. I, I do want to point out, if he said that Le'Veon Bell is his inspiration here, how well did that work out for him, though? I mean, he didn't say it was inspiration. He said oh, okay. basically he, he did. Say, he basically said, I, I talked to Le'Veon is basically what he said. And how did that work out for him? Not uh, so great, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, just saying. I don't care if he comes back or not, but... I do. I <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I don't... I really want a deal to happen, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, Unless Chris Jones comes down a few million on his price, though. I, I can't see him being a top two... Yeah. I can't see him being a top two paid D-tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I would love it, and I would love him to come back, but with... The Mahomes deal on the horizon, I just, uh, I can't see it. And with that salary cap, potentially, instead of going up, potentially going down now because of COVID and no fans in the stands, if that if it goes that way, I, I could see them not doing a deal and, and hoping for the best next offseason. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a little nerve-wracking for, for if you're a Chiefs fan. But I uh, still got to believe, still got to stay strong. And then uh, let's hope for the best. Mm-mm. Now, the Cowboys team that, 2021 book it? Speaking of Cowboys 2021, <laughs> let's talk about their rival, the Washington Badwords. Oh. And what is I go- mean, that's like long overdue. Like, uh, that's probably why they suck so bad. I wouldn't want to play for a team that was named after a racial slur. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they should just change their name to the Washington Generals. I mean, if you are that bad and you are synonymous with sucking, just like the Washington Generals always lose to the Harlem Globetrotters, mm. why not Why not name yourself after that? You know, mm. like, it, it just fits. Losing, Washington, it all really just fits together. When was the last time you remember Washington being good? What about, like, the Washington Lint Lickers <laughs> or Cootie Catchers? Or poop eaters. Poop eaters. I, I like that one. I, yeah, you know, you could do some great branding there. Yeah, that'd be great with the toddlers. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. you know, I know a couple toddlers. We could run some um, consumer sensory around. Yeah, I, I think Washington Generals fits the best. Just like a history I've heard, like, of red ineptness. Tails, though. In all honesty, I heard Red Tails was one of them. Yeah, Red Tails. I heard, and, and that actually is kind of like the most seamless transition, I would think, too. Yeah. And one that shows like I mean, this a just nice makes so much sense, nod. anyways. Like from a financial perspective, now you can trademark this stuff and you can sell it. Before you couldn't sell it and you couldn't trademark it. So, uh, I, mean, I mean, you could sell it, but you wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but you're talking about Dan Snyder, who, you know, kind of like Jerry, likes to be the final say on stuff. And Dan Snyder is actually kind of worse than Jerry because Jerry will be the final say on everything. Dan Snyder just <laughs> picks a moment. Oh, no, no, no. I want to I wanna, I wanna talk on this board for a back <laughs> Where were you? I was, I was not back, but I'm back now. He's like that meme, nobody. Yeah, <laughs> right. Dan Snyder. Just He's just, he'll randomly appear with a very hard mm-hmm. stance on something. So, like... It's easy to prepare when someone's hard on everything, but when he just randomly pops up, it's pretty hard to prepare for. But yeah, very interesting coming out of like Washington and finally, you know, Nike, FedEx, basically all the big sponsors finally said something. And that's what kind of initiated this conversation. Mm -hmm. And it'll be interesting to see like what happens with the Cleveland Indians, because they also said that they're going to take a look at it. Um, So we'll, we'll see. Speaking of football, let's talk a little bit of college football and yeah. what the Ivy League might potentially do. Oh. Yeah. Moving to the springtime, so moving, fun. Moving to the springtime. <laughs> oh, God. Allergies for me. Oh, the last thing I want to do is be sitting. Oh, it's fine. If it's better for the players, I guess I can suffer. Yeah. So this is kind of like the whole like last resort, you know, last last chance prayer for like NCAA football if something happens if there's a breakout or this is kind of like their secret hatch for like the last plan and the easiest league to do it and could actually do it even if everybody else does fall is the Ivy League because they just play each other mm-hmm. so you're talking about seven eight teams just round robining playing each other mm-hmm. but it's interesting to see if the NCAA does it right with cases spiking and us approaching August and yeah. first games being in September, you know, supposedly there's going to be some sort of vaccine by then. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that could bode well though. Yeah, it, it could bode well, but if it doesn't, and if you continue to have these cases, especially places like Texas and California, where you have multiple schools and a lot of like big brand schools, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, just stay on top of that. If there's no football this fall, it doesn't mean there's not going to be football this this season. Uh, kind of like staying out, staying hopeful that, you know, if there's no fall, there will be spring. Even Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma's coach, said, hey, it's doable. We yeah. can do this if need be. I don't think that that would be a bad pivot. I mean, yeah, sure, it'd be like, oh, no football in the fall. But, hey, if everybody's healthy, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing is that, like, if you are a player that's trying to be an NFL hopeful, mm. is that, like, instead of preparing for the draft, instead, like, will uh, you sit out and prepare fair. for the draft or will you play football, right, and risk injury? If yeah, you, it's true. If you are a top I didn't think about that. Yeah, so, like, if you're Trevor Lawrence, I'm going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. 
Should yeah. I play spring football or should I just not play and get ready for the draft? I don't know. Yeah, or if I'm a guy who's you know a On bubble guy, yeah. I'm going all out. I got to get my tape in. You know, so it's gonna be interesting to see what the high profile players do and, and what people who are like on the verge of not making it do and it'll be interesting to see if like what baseball does if football comes into the springtime you know it kind of steals some of that steam so really curious about how that would work with the universities in spring football i'm sure they can do it but i'd, I'd be very interested to see it because like you're gonna run into players making business type decisions mm-hmm. rather than like you know making which is kind of scary because the NFL players are not really set up for success in that way. No. As far as business goes, but I mean. Well, you just saw that the NFL players with this last CBA once again failed again mm-hmm. to make a business decision. They just made like a, a instant pocket decision instead of like long-term strong union yeah. decision. But I do want to hit the Mavs before we end today's podcast. Oh, yes, yes. Because yes. their scrimmage schedule actually came out. So starting on the 23rd, ooh, exciting, we play the Maverick, or the, sorry, we play the Lakers. It'd be weird if we played ourselves. Um, and then, you know, moving on from there, we play the Pacers and we play the 76ers. Not all on the same day, spread out a little bit, but. Yeah, but yeah. this is basically like the little like preseason before mm-hmm. the season starts back up. And, season before the season. Yeah, sucks the for the Pacers because the Black Panther, Oladipo, pulled out. He said he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of NBA players saying no. Yeah, Gotta so, respect that, though. Yeah, you know, definitely want to put your stuff, your health in front of everything. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But, yeah, exciting. So we've got MLS next week. Mm-hmm. We've got NHL potentially this month, you know, most likely. We've got NBA this month. Exactly. We've got baseball coming. It's it's almost back to sports <laughs> in our lives. It's almost there. Almost. Because, like, I mean, Europe beat us to it with Bundesliga, Premiera, mm. Serie A, La Liga all coming back. And now it's like, you know, America's turn to get sports back in their life, sure. which is more than exciting. More than I, I've just been waiting for it. So it'll be really interesting, especially because we, like, got season tickets for K-State, too. So, like, we really want all these yeah. sports to be successful. Because, like, if MLS fails... If the NBA fails, if MLB fails, it's all bad news for base or uh, football, right? Mm-hmm. You can't start the NFL and NCAA football if MLS, which is going to be at the stadiums after this tournament's over, and MLB, which is going to be at the stadiums, fail. Like you need them to be successful, be your successful case study, so you can bring back the NFL and bring back football. So, really hopeful for those. Uh, just everybody, let's let's hold on here and, and see what happens these next few weeks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys later. Audi.